0: The Koi Gig pod. As I said before, it's about momentum and gaining fans and gaining the support, and I think the girls have done that. It's another massive step for women's football. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello, and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan, and we'll start with today's games at the World Cup. The USA qualified for the last 16, but only after a major scare against Portugal. Who, like Ireland, were playing in the tournament for the first time? It finished scoreless in Auckland, but Portugal's substitute, Anna Capetta, hit the post in injury time. If that had gone in, the defending champions would have been knocked out. It's the first time the Americans have failed to score in a World Cup game since a nil all draw against Sweden in 2015. The point was enough for the USA to finish second in Group E behind the Netherlands, who beat Vietnam 7 0 in Dunedin to finish top of the group. The Dutch were 5 0 up at halftime. it was 4 0 inside 23 minutes. World number one side USA will now face the winners of Group G. That will be Sweden, unless there's a 10 goal swing in the final group games. Rose Lavelle will miss the match after picking up her second yellow card of the tournament. England beat China 6 1 in Adelaide to finish top of Group D with three wins from three. Lauren James scored twice for the European champions to add to the goal she got in the win over Denmark. Alessia Russo, Lauren Kemp, Chloe Kelly, and Rachel Daly were also on target. England boss Serena Vigman was forced to change things due to the injury to Kira Walsh. England will now play Nigeria in the last 16. Denmark beat Haiti 2-0 in Perth to finish second in the group. And the Danes will play co-hosts Australia in the next round. The Ireland squad will make their way home from Australia today after appearing at a first major tournament. The girls in green finished off their campaign yesterday with a nil-all draw against Nigeria Irish midfielder Denise Sullivan says it's been a great experience for the players.
1: We've got a taste of being at a major tournament now and I 100% want to come back here. It's been an unbelievable experience and I think I can speak for all the girls on that. Um, we knew coming here was going to be very difficult and it showed that it was but um, yeah, we can take that as fuel going forward. We've we've learned a lot of lessons here and um, we can definitely take positives out of it as well.
0: Irish goalkeeper Courtney Brosnan says the future is bright for women's football in Ireland.
1: You can see the changes in the sport for young girls and the grassroots programmes and everything like that. And it's just unbelievable. You see, have fans, little girls coming up to you that they look up to Katie McCabe and Denise O'Sullivan. Like, it's sort of pinch me moments, but it's it's an unbelievable legacy to be a part of.
0: Vera Powell and her squad will have a homecoming event at O'Connell Street in Dublin on Thursday. No doubt there'll be a lot more on what happened yesterday after the match in the press conference when it was revealed there was a difference of opinion between Vera Powell and Captain Katie McCabe who wanted the Ireland boss to make a change in the second half. Powell revealed McCabe wanted Sinead Farrelly taken off Vera Powell is yet to sign a new contract, just one month out from Ireland's Nations League opener against Northern Ireland at the Aviva. None of the players have publicly backed the idea of Powell getting a new contract. The FAI will remain silent on the deal, but hopefully that will change now the tournament is over for Ireland. Our reporter in Australia, Kathleen McNamee, was on OTBAM earlier and said, It's not the first time Powell and McCabe haven't seen eye to eye, but usually it's not that big a deal.
1: I didn't think the initial incident was that big a deal you know Katie and Vera have said quite a few times that they've come to blows over like what the right thing is to do for the team and they both have very like strong feelings on that but also they respect each other and you know whenever they have these disagreements it's just because they care about the team i think that was all fine katie mccabe obviously doesn't have the power to tell Vera when to make substitutes but sometimes players shout at managers and ask for certain things that's not all that strange it was the follow-up from vera where she specifically name dropped a player saying that that was a player that katie wanted off which puts a certain focus on it rather than just laughing it off giving a straight statement and being like look heat of the moment it's fine. I don't care. That would have made it totally different. But then by her naming a player and then by Katie tweeting what she did, it just added fuel to this fire. So it could be a case that they come out in a couple of days and they say, look, he's the moment sort of stuff. It's all fine. Water under the bridge. But I don't know. After I saw the Denise O'Sullivan tweet talking about distractions off the pitch as well, I was like, this seems like it's going a little bit deeper in the team because... The only distractions off the pitch that we had were kind of related to Vera. So what, what is she trying to say?
0: Brazil midfielder Fabinho has completed his move from Liverpool to Saudi Arabian club al Ittihad on a three-year deal. The 29-year-old didn't travel with Jurgen Klopp's squad to a recent training camp in Germany. Fabinho was also left out of the club's current trip to Singapore as the £40 million move was finalised. He joined Liverpool in July 2018 from Monaco for a fee in the region of £39 million. Now, with Jordan Henderson also gone to the Saudi League, Liverpool have lost five midfielders in total on a permanent basis this summer. James Milner, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Naby Keita are also gone. So far, only Alexis McAllister and Dominic Sabaslay have been brought in. Meanwhile, Liverpool have confirmed Virgil van Dijk is their new captain. Trent Alexander-Arnold will take over as vice-captain. And Everton are close to getting a deal done to sign teenage striker Youssef Shermati from Sporting Lisbon. The Portugal Youth International scored three league goals and 21 appearances for Sporting in all competitions last season. Everton faced Sporting at Goodison Park in their final pre-season friendly this Saturday. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.